Welcome back, everybody, to episode eight of Bad Advice Radio. I'm your host, DJB, back with my brother, Charles. What's going on? Hey, man. Another, another wonderful week in uh, coronavirus central of Miami, Florida. But um, I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know how that's gonna go. But we need to get it together down here. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw you guys were having a lot of cases, new cases down there, and it's the same thing up here. Yeah, man. Apparently, uh, apparently, Dr. Fauci said it's gonna be worse um, pretty soon. Like if if people don't, like I guess they don't start like, you know, taking control of it, like imp- implementing people like wear their mask like all the time or shutting things down. I don't really know how they're going to, how they're going to go about it. I saw, I saw Los Angeles was talking about um, sh- like shutting down again. Cause I guess a lot of people just weren't like, didn't want to wear their masks and they were picking fights with people like around the city because they were asking them to wear their masks in their establishment. So. Sounds, sounds about right. Uh, I know up here, it's gonna be. It's, I think it's like a two hundred dollar fine or something like that. Or you get a warning, and then it's like a two hundred dollar fine. Then it's like a five hundred dollar fine every other time that you are caught like not wearing a mask uh, where you should be. So I guess you just get like a citation for not wearing it, and that way they can track how many you have. <laughs> so that's one way to do it. AKA just just. Just wear your damn mask, man. It's not Dude, a... Yeah, it's really not that hard. It's uncomfortable a lot here. No, it's not like we're asking you to like wear a hazmat suit when you go out, but it's literally just a mask. Just wear it. Look, man, I was, al- I was always... I was always concerned with... Because obviously, you know, there's there's a few cities in the U.S. that have some, some pretty bad air quality as it is. Mm-hmm. So... Like I know over, you know, in certain uh, like Asian countries, they all wear face masks most of the time anyway. So I'm just like, I, I felt like we were, we were probably on our way there, but, uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I just, it's one of those things. Like I, I'm not sure if most people will ever not wear a face mask again in public. Yeah. I mean, people are just gross anyways, to be honest, there's all these people sneezing without covering their mouth. Like just enlightening to to see that you know to really like put it in perspective about how people are like in general but you pay extra close attention to it when it's a pandemic you see a whole bunch of people sneezing that you normally probably wouldn't even you know pay mind to before so I definitely could see how people would just wear a mask at least for a very long time after this is over but I don't know I believe it's I believe it's not it's not going away even after like it calms down like it's a virus it's going to be here all the time it's kind of, it's it's like the flu and in, in the in the virus perspective so the uh the pandemic has exposed a lot that's the truth but um we're not going to not gonna take up too much of anybody's time tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and get right into into some topics. 
So first, the uh, first topic on the board for tonight is Cam Newton, Cam Schmoney Newton. I'm I'm actually kind of upset the uh, the Steelers didn't pick him up, especially for what he signed for, because uh, our our QB situation is is disgusting. But um, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that right now because uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just gonna get upset. But uh, how do you how do you like it? Uh, for the Pats, man, I, I hadn't got a chance to ask Finley how he liked it, but I know he wasn't a big, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I know he wasn't a big fan of him when he played for Carolina. So, No, he's he's not a fan of most people outside of New England. But um, Thomas Eugene Brady, or whatever, <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> whatever his name is. Augustus. Augustus um, Brady. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I think it's a good sign for the Patriots. I mean, you have a former MVP that you signed for like one million something dollars with the with like um, additions that can go up to like seven. Like that's unheard of. I think I saw something that like I don't know, like Nick Foles or someone is someone like that shouldn't be making a lot of money. That probably is in the ski mask Hall of Fame. Is making a ton more money than him, who's a former MVP, who is a good quarterback when he's healthy. Uh, oh, there's there's quite a few, quite a few people in the ski mask Hall of Fame, sir. Oh, Nick yeah. Foles, a hundred percent would be in that category. Yeah, he's not Brock Osweiler in the ski <laughs> mask Hall of Fame, or, or Jeff was... Fisher in the ski mask Hall of Fame, but Brock Osweiler is the uh, the first. First, first ballot Hall of Famer in that ski mask. percent in that ski mask club out there. But I don't know, man. Bill Belichick is right up there too for being able to sign Cam Newton for a million bucks. <laughs> like that was. I'm surprised that oh, he did it, Bill, but I guess Bill he just Belichick wants to play. Him. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, I mean, he probably just did it because he wants to play. He's got something to prove, and he's probably going to, being that he gets to play Miami and the Jets twice a year. So that's probably four wins he's going to get. But it's going to be interesting because New England hasn't had a scrambling quarterback in however the hell long Tom Brady's been there. So it'll be interesting to see how they make that work. But I'm sure, who is it, Josh McDaniels? Yeah, I I believe he's still. No, is, is he still there? I want to say he is, but... Um, he's going to do some work with Cam Newton, though. That's for sure. Yeah, man. That, that's the thing, though. Is uh, you don't you don't honestly see because I mean Cam is also I'm not gonna say he's the the most accurate passer of the ball, but he is a he is a very yeah. good arm. And uh, on top of that, yeah, like he he is mobile, but he's he's pretty like. He's a pretty smart quarterback, so usually, like, you don't... I'm not saying, like, mobile QBs aren't, like, smart, but he has good decision-making. So that's just normally something, like, obviously, like, leading his team to the Super Bowl was something he needed because their offense, in my opinion, has been probably one of the worst, like, offensive units the entire, like, since Cam Newton took over. I mean, um, they had a they had a few... 
they had a few like obviously good players like over the years like Jonathan Stewart, um, Steve Smith when he was there for a little bit, Greg Olson, but for the most part, I mean, compared to the other teams that are in his division, which I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it's like the Falcons, the Saints, um, yeah, the Bucks. the Bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, did all those teams have like monstrous offensive talent like on those teams? Um, and recently, obviously, like McCaffrey was there, but Cam, Cam hasn't really like, I mean, he had it one season with McCaffrey, but I mean, the season that McCaffrey took off, like Cam, Cam wasn't there the whole time. Um, yeah. but back to just him being a, like a Patriot, like I, I think it was definitely a, uh, yeah. So it is Josh McDaniels. He's still, uh, he's still the, the OC there. But um, him going to the Patriots to me is a good situation, especially if he does well because they're already going to have a good defense returning, like you know, top top five like defensive unit from last year. Um, Dolphins aren't like you said. The Dolphins aren't. They're still rebuilding. They're not going to be. Well, pretty much all those teams are rebuilding, man. Uh, every almost every team in that division, besides the Bills, which they've started to get like a few people but even still like they're all rebuilding you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh, if, if yeah. he goes there if he goes there and does well because i mean they're gonna be they're gonna be a well like a well-coached team always like regardless of if those people are in there but i mean who i mean if, if jared Stidham like beats him for his position then i would i would be very surprised but i just i just can't like if cam's health healthy i just can't see that happening um oh hell no so i'm i'm very interested to see how that's gonna work but overall good signing man i I definitely you know like you said picking up a former mvp for for a minimum when he's age-wise in the prime of his career um and that's just something like i said you can he already has a good arm so if anybody can help him become a better quarterback like in the pocket it would definitely be um, you know, the, the coaching staff in New England. So um, we'll see, man. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Brady Brady cred, like credits Bell, a lot of the coaching staff to how he turned out as well. Obviously, he has a, he has a tremendous work ethic, and he's obviously a legend. But, uh, yeah, good, like great great fit for Cam, and I'm, I'm happy uh, somebody, somebody picked him up. Cause, yeah, absolutely. He deserved it, so... I mean, if, if Trubisky has a job, then Cam Cam should definitely <laughs> definitely have a job. I'm just saying. There's a lot of people we could say that for, though. So facts. Yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still really interested to see how Tannenhill does, um, like this next season, because I I don't know, man. I I still think that like a lot of people don't have didn't have high expectations of him last season, um, especially taking over from Mariota. And also being in a defense, you don't have you don't have game tape on that, and we've seen that plenty of times. Where even Baker Mayfield, dude, if you don't have tape on somebody, it's really hard to 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 know how somebody's going to operate within an offense. Um, oh, hundred percent. So obviously, when it got to the playoffs, I mean, I don't know if it was a lack of like Tannehill being able to produce or Derrick Henry was just being a monster. Pretty sure it was more of the latter. Um, but we'll see. Like you know, we'll see how they they play this season. So. Yeah, I definitely think that offense rides on Derrick Henry, not Tannehill, but that's just me. 
I don't think Tannehill's going to have a better year. I don't think it's going to be worse because I think Derrick Henry's going to get the ball a lot. But, I mean, we'll see. He's not going to be rushing for 200 200 yards a game, so Tannehill's going to have to do something to get him to the playoffs. But I think a large portion of that is going to run on Derrick Henry. And he's someone that's literally just unstoppable. (laughs) So... Absolutely, sir. Did uh did you get a chance to look at the? It was actually a top ten top ten list. Yeah, I did. I did you uh, agree I with it for the most part? Um, I thought it was all. I mean, I thought it was pretty accurate for the most part. Um, minus Dak Prescott being up there at number four. But um, hey, what about what about Carson Wentz at uh, eight? Well, I mean, he probably. He's probably an eight when he's healthy, but we—I wouldn't put him as in the—I wouldn't put him in the top ten. I wouldn't put him in the top eight. Actually, I'd probably—I would switch, you know, Tom Brady for him, and then leave, and then you know, put leave Ben at ten. So do like—I'd probably put Ben at ten, Tom Brady, and then or Ben Carson, Tom Brady as the last three from descending order. Is that, uh, is that some Giants bias, sir? <laughs> no, I mean he did. He he did. I don't think he did that well. Did he do that well last season? I don't remember him. Who? Carson Wentz. No, I, I'm I'm not sure how these how these rankings actually go or what they're what they're basing them off of. But yeah, I don't know because Dak's number what five. Yeah, he's number five. He should be like number eleven. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I'd, I agree with the top four for sure. Yeah, for hundred percent. And then it kind of gets kind of gets shaky, but I mean, for the most part, they have. I would say, I guess they have probably the top ten quarterbacks in the league. I would. Just, they got Matt, they got Matt Stafford on here, so I don't I don't really know. <laughs> He's. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. He just doesn't have a team. No, I, just, I like giving him crap. I like giving Matt Stafford some crap. <laughs> Especially like the days with him and Megatron, where like he would definitely be a viable fantasy option just because of Megatron. So, but I mean, I don't see the the list. I don't know. The list could add a add a Daniel Jones on there. He'd be looking <laughs> a lot better. Absolutely, bro. Switch nah, him for Dak. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have much to say other than what you already said. Um, did you? Well, obviously the we have new consoles coming out this year. We're starting to get a little bit more information on, you know, the. I don't know if you want to call them the lower budget consoles. But yeah, it's a good word for it. Like a, it feels like a dirty word though. I feel like I feel like there's a there's a better word. The less powerful. Yeah. There, I guess we'll say so. Therefore, therefore, people that are not necessarily trying to redo their entire gaming con like workstation, 
Like you're not trying <laughs> to add like a new a new HD monitor or you know 4K monitor or any of that kind of stuff. Because um, I actually yeah. was reading earlier, so apparently the 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 it's called the Series S is what they're gonna call it. Um, mm-hmm. Project Lockhart apparently it has the same GPU or CPU as the Series X. So it's actually going to have a better CPU than the PS5. The GP, the yes, GP, sir. <laughs> the GPU is where it's going to take a hit. But um and I also believe it's supposed to be like only digital like digital downloads like it's not actually going to have a like a disk drive. I'm not entirely sure about that cuz they haven't said for sure with um obviously like the specifications but yeah, we're still waiting to hear a lot from Microsoft. Yeah, the the event is July twenty third. Yeah. So there's, there's supposed to be a lot of obviously new information coming out. I'm gonna try to try to tune in, but I'm pretty excited, man. I'm I'm definitely going to be streaming a lot of Halo when it comes out. Um, oh, for sure. But I'm yeah, we'll definitely be streaming hmm? some COD soon. Oh, definitely, man. Um, but obviously we're. Uh, I don't know. Side like side note. If you saw how they were talking about, it's been like the longest, the longest they've ever gone without releasing like a new Call of Duty game. Um, like I guess every like every Call of Duty has always been like they've always released like what the new title is going to be by the end of June. Um, so I don't know if that actually has to do with the pandemic or if they're just doing something different. Or it's already kind of been leaked what it's supposed to be. I don't. I don't really know what the the backstory is behind that. But honestly, I think they're just riding the Warzone wave. To be honest, not that they're like getting lazy or anything, but they're just riding it out for now. People are satisfied. They can take a little bit more time to put out or release info at least about a new one. Well, did you see the new? Did you see like the leaks? The, I yeah, I saw I saw the leaks, but I mean, it's still nothing confirmed from, you know, Call of Duty. Well, the I mean, like the what the the guy was saying, the next Warzone map is supposed to look like. No, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was saying. I guess his name is like Exclusive Ace, or I I think that's what his name was. But anyway, he was pretty much saying how the data mine had said that the next Warzone map was supposed to be like a bunch of water and uh, like yeah fight on some damn boats with some cannons and shit well apparently you're going to be able to swim like in Battlefield in the next one so oh um yeah that was pleasing information yeah I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting that was another reason why I thought um like how you know how we were looking at we were saying there are train tracks popping up, like around yeah. the map. Like I, I kind of thought maybe they're gonna f- like flood the middle, so then like the train will go around the outside, and then you'll be able to Bro. swim. You'll be it, able to swim. The dam's like, gonna break, man. Yeah, I mean, the more and more like info information, and it feels like that's what it's gonna be. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm still I'm still pretty excited about. Like you said, everything they're already doing in Warzone, which that was actually the pretty much the next topic. Uh, so supposedly the growl got nerfed, which it did um, on paper, but I see a lot <laughs> of people still saying that it still shoots you know missiles. It's probably 
you know, not as, you know, there's a, obviously a, um, what's it called? Like a damage drop off at a, a shorter, a shorter distance now. Yeah. But which is fine. Absolutely. But, you know, me and you would always talk about like if the gun was like truly OP, which I, I personally, even though I, I don't use it, I, I just thought it shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to hit somebody with the same, like the same damage and recoil at the, you know, as if you had like a sniper rifle. But mm-hmm. yep. the biggest nerf that I saw was the MP5, which uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's unusable. I I think it's unusable at this yeah. point. With in Warzone, just, definitely. Yeah, I mean they decreased damage overall. They decreased it, decreased it for, um, you know, like I just said, overall, but also for the ten millimeter rounds too. They reduced damage, reduced range, added more recoil. So I mean, that there's so many other weapons that you could use, like the MP7 or the Uzi. Even you can use those weapons in place and not have to deal with all that crap. So I think at this point they've destroyed the MP5, and we're gonna wait for them to buff it again before we can use it, which is fine. Because it seemed well, like you didn't... Every... what. No, I was gonna say you didn't. You didn't have an MP5 class, right? Um, I had an MP5 class, but I rarely used it. Oh, okay. I, I was, was gonna say I never. I never saw you use it. <laughs> I no, I grabbed it. I grabbed it a few times when, like, it looked like the circle was closing over some buildings. I would grab it as like my second loadout. But um, initially, it was always either the M4, the um, CR, Galil, whatever you want to call it or the um growl but it was more it, it, more more so lately it's been i've been really liking the galil which also got a little bit of a nerf but i don't know how much i don't know how much of a nerf it took though it was just like range damage but i'm not sniping people with that gun anyways so i'm sure it'll still be all right yeah the, the range the range on the galil was never never too like I don't know, man. That that's and that's kind of, you know, as we talk about like what we changed or if we changed anything to our loadouts. Like I was gonna say is, I I think there's just certain stats. Like obviously range is is very important, but you also got to look at damage now, especially like when you're talking about the Glee. Like the damage on that gun, especially I use FMJ, is just so much like so much superior, like so much more superior to. I would say probably 80% of the ARs. So there's, I don't know, man. It's it's really, I don't like getting into like long range gunfights. Like I, I just think it's too risky. You waste too much time trying to kill a team. You give away your position. And um, rarely does it ever turn out well for me. Unless I'm just catching a, catching a guy like off guard. No, I completely agree with you because if you're... You know, if you're using the trying to laser someone from down the block with a gun, like someone else is probably going to see that, especially earlier in the game. Absolutely. Um. So. But yeah, so I actually, well, obviously we probably aren't using the MP5 anymore. But are you going to switch up your growl class or? I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep my growl class. Um. I'm going to keep it for now until uh, something else comes out, I guess. Um, I've mainly just been using the um, Galil 
and the M4 lately. I haven't really been touching the Growl the past like two weeks or so, but um, I'm really actually interested in the Scar and seeing how that's going to be, with, being that they increase the uh, clip size for it. And Did you I say think they it was like eight in the game? Yeah, I thought I saw something about that to where like for the Uzi you can unlock another kind of um, ammunition by doing something. But um, but yeah, so I mean they raised the scar um, clip size, so I thought that was cool. And I know you said I know you said they made it more stable and increased the ADS size either this update or last update. So I mean that might be another gun to to check out. Yeah, I have that for my uh, my end game class. Like when I spawn back in, and I'm probably gonna be fucked. <laughs> I uh, I have it. You like, have a fully loaded on there. Yeah, fully loaded. Well, I don't even have ghost on that thing. Like I have that and like a like a car. Like uh, to, sir. for the for the the snip nip combat in case I. I mean, that, I that's a good idea. That that's not a bad idea actually to have like a uh, late respawn class. Bro, it happens to me. It happens to us either more often, more often times than we like to admit, or especially sometimes you'll you'll die right when the gulag is closing. So mm -hmm. you end up, you end up coming back, and then you're like, all right, well, I don't have any of my stuff. Yeah. There's a loadout drop. I mean, I'm probably gonna die anyway, so I might as well just get like get what I can get. And so yeah, I just ended up making that class because I'm like, well. Yeah. At least if I come back, I have I have ammunition. Um, yeah, so. for sure. And I'm definitely going to be finishing up upgrading my scar just because I feel like they're going to keep buffing it until people use it. It's a good gun, man. And it, has... it is a good gun. Like it's pretty stable, like already. And then they made they did a stability thing for it. I'm sure you can get a bigger barrel for it. That's going to make it more stable. And they added like 25 rounds to the clip or 30 rounds to the 25 or something like that. So yeah, that's, it has a, it's not a bad option. Yeah, so it's really not a bad option. I think mine's in like third at like thirty or like upper twenties, low thirties. So I'm definitely gonna definitely gonna take that double XP on shoot the ship with that gun and then get that done pretty quick. Move over to the uh, RMR. I'm gonna be uh I'll be leveling up that uh that amr snip nip this weekend yeah hopefully that patch comes out soon um yeah hopefully it's literally probably not usable in warzone <laughs> at yeah, this I just, point i just got the adr uh sorry the hdr and i love that thing man i i think i think obviously oh, yeah. I, i've had i've had more success with that thing already than i have with the uh, ax50 i think they did a buff to it too um they made actually, it so that it's like a one yeah they made it so that it's like a one shot i think let me yeah guaranteed one hit to lower torso at any range yeah they messed up with that because i i literally but that's not including plates and stuff like that i'm assuming yeah. so i think that i i don't know if that was meant just for multiplayer but i'm sure if you have plates on it's going to be still a two shot anything from the chest down so Headshots only, bro. Dude, yeah, that's the only way to go, sir. But yeah, I'm definitely going to upgrade the HDR too during double XP. Just throw a, you know, just 
shipment 20 shipment and uh shootouts are good for it so you yeah, have some this, kills they have this uh game mode on that shoot the shit playlist called team defender shit's fucking terrible dude i played that yesterday oh like, my god it's so bad grab the flag with one person and defend that person that's trash it's so long too like just keep cranked on there and bring back shipment 24 7 that's all we need i thought I thought they could, I couldn't find something I hate more than headquarters, but it might it might be that one. I don't know though. Headquarters is pretty bad. Headquarters is terrible. I'd rather because at least in that game mode, in um, protect the captain or whatever the hell it's called. It's called team defender. Um, team and team defender. Um, at least you can constantly spawn, spawn back. It's like a Facts. three second delay instead of like a thirty second delay or minute delay. So at least you can still rack up some kills, but I played it yesterday and it was depressing. Yes, especially when you're doing it on a uh, shoot house. Oh, oh, see, yeah, I did it on shipment, so that was probably my saving grace to it. Yeah, well, I did it on shoot house. So I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, absolutely. I would consider that as well. Um, but before we end the show, I had a uh, viewer question. So uh, the question was, now that Ninja and Dr. Disrespect, which I guess we can't even name him right now, um, yeah. but you, you just have more <laughs> more streamers. Why? I know this is like, like Dr. Lupo. Bunch of, a bunch of different streamers now are making, you know, six figures, six, seven figures. Uh, so do the question was, is do we think that that's going to, you know, push other professional athletes to demand more money. Um, I don't know if you want to like take that first or. I mean, I, I definitely think it, it could, and I can definitely see how it would be justified. I mean, they have a whole thing now, esports, uh, which has been on ESPN now for the, or some ESPN channel or something for, you know, a couple of years. It's, it just keeps booming and booming more and more. People are making millions and millions of dollars essentially just to play a video game. Whereas there are athletes that are literally they're putting their body on the line. I could definitely see how if this trend keeps going up for streamers making that kind of money. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, there's nothing against it. Like I'm all for it. I wish I could do that. But I definitely think the the pro sports athletes are gonna, you know, possibly say something about it at some point. You have, you know, I think that that would also kind of be justified. But at the same time, you know, if you're a sports athlete, you know what you're getting into, and you got to earn your contract. So there is that aspect of it too, but I think it's great that they're signing contracts and a lot of people are switching their mindset about video games from it just being like a nerdy, dumb kind of thing to do with your time to being to having platforms that are paying people to become professional athletes at it. So. I mean, I think it's good, but I also could see how a professional athlete would 
demand more money for the physical toll they're putting on themselves. So, this is my opinion thus far. Yeah, I um, I'm not too sure, man. I, I for one think that professional athletes like basketball players, I honestly can't speak about hockey because I don't, I don't know too much about how much money they make or how the contracts work. Um, but ba- I know baseball, baseball, basketball, they have guaranteed contracts, um, and they actually make more money than f- football players. Uh, and then on top of that, I mean, the NFL just just signed another CBA, um, and I'm assuming they worked out some things better. But I know a lot of people didn't like how it went together. But it's it's hard, man. Like the the NFL, I mean, it's it's a privately owned business, you know. And I, and I think, like you said, people know what they sign up for, and like it sucks. They they should offer more benefits and, and things to their players, but you also make a lot of money playing in the NFL. I mean, it's not guaranteed, which, you know, everybody can debate whether or not their contract should be guaranteed or not. But, I mean, even still, like, people people, people who aren't, you would say, like, the, the starter or second string, it's not like they don't make six figures. You know, even, like, practice squad people make, you know, like, at least six figures to, to be on the practice squad. Right. So it's not it's not like they're not making good money. It's just it's just the game they play and how it like like how how everything works. Uh I I look at streamers and people like that more like artists. Like you don't all like all streamers build their platform from you know like well I'm not going to say all, but most streamers build their plat- platform from the ground up. I mean, they buy their own equipment, they buy almost everything. They put their own time into it. And not saying like professional athletes don't, but that's also like a, a system. Like that's not some that's something you start doing from when you're a kid all the mm-hmm. way up all the way up through college to get to the NFL. I mean you you have people looking for you to to make it big. They look for talent. That's not how it is for streaming. Like that's not how it is for I mean video games at all like there's there's so many people that that are great at video games but to to be a pro is like a whole nother level and even and even people like ninja they've been playing for literally the last 15 years with almost like no no recognition like for Fortnite comes around and then like yeah he just he makes it popular but it's also a game that appeals to kids so you gotta wonder like i mean any anytime you're you're big with kids like you're you're gonna make money, like and that's just that's just how he like grew his platform. On top of the fact that I'm pretty sure when Mixer or Microsoft pays you nine million to to switch from from a platform to then literally buy you out for thirty million when they close the platform, like a few a few months later. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna make some money from uh, those situations, but I don't I don't really think that's the average streamer. Um, no, I think, sure. I think definitely if, and in, anyway, like most, like most streamers that I see, like they have a lot of sponsors, you know, they're always sponsored by stuff. Um, and you know, like how any influencer works, like they all, they get a lot of stuff for free too. Uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know, man. I, yeah. I think, I think professional athletes are always going to, 
want more money regardless, just because I think the owners are greedy in most sports. So they're never usually giving them like their fair shake. You don't you don't oh, normally hear, hear about that in basketball. Um, and like I said, I don't I don't really watch hockey, so I don't really know. But I don't feel like you ever hear about contract disputes in hockey. But yeah. I could I could be uh, mistaken about that. But we'll see, man. I I still think you know. I still think that that esports has a long like a long long way to grow. Um, and especially you know like I was saying, there's there's a lot of people people just watch because they they like them. Um, they like they like them as streamers you know they tune into their channel and some people have a really well together like like well put together product like you know you tune into their channel and you you literally feel like damn dude i feel like i know this dude forever like this this dude's talking this dude's talking to me like he, he you know he's reading my chat like you know he's how's your day going like because i see people that do that man like yeah pe people will log in they'll be like hey bill like how you like how you doing man like good to you know good to see you tuning in and like that's that's the thing to me, like, um, especially because I've been a gamer my entire life. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. Like it's a, it's a tight, like it's a tight knit community. You know, like anytime I go, I talk to people about, um, you know, video games, it's like, it's like a, it's like a dope conversation, but most people I know that play video games are, you know, like me, they're kind of, kind of nerdy. Don't, don't really like to be out in public too much. Like, but hundred percent. You know, you get to you get to be a hermit and also communicate with people in the community, and I, and I think that's kind of like the cool thing about Twitch is you can um, you can interact with people from the comfort of your home, and it's not really it's not like Twitter where um, you know you, you have people that are I mean you obviously get negativity in anything that you do, but I've seen a lot more people like supporting their streamers, obviously. Um, so, yeah. you know, I, I definitely plan on, like we always talk about, like doing that more in the future. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I hope it's just going to keep on that. booming, too. Oh, oh man. That I can whole only, industry. I can only imagine what it's going to look like in, in another 20 years, man. Honestly. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, man, I hope I uh, hope we answered the question. But is there uh, anything else you'd like to add, sir? Um, what I can think of, if there's any other questions, you know where to email us. Absolutely. What the man said. <laughs> but uh, all right, everybody, we're gonna be uh, signing off for the evening. Hope yeah, everybody's staying uh... safe. Hop on the Xbox. Oh, you already know, sir. Wear your mask. <laughs> yeah, please that's, that's, wear your damn mask. That's the name mask. of the episode. Wear your mask. Wear your damn mask, exclamation point. <laughs> but I heard everybody will uh, talk to you. See, you. see you again next week. See you later.